0: In each episode of the Wisdom Podcast, I share both spiritual and practical wisdom, together with the insights, offerings, and truth that have helped others live their greatness, conquer their fears, heal from the experiences of their past, be resilient, live empowered and free, and of course, of their authentic happiness. You may hear your own story and some of the stories of my clients who have healed themselves become in control of their life and reclaimed their authentic power. Seeking a deeper understanding and meaning of life awakens us to discover our purpose and to witness infinite beauty and joy that is so abundant Each episode is meant to offer something beautifully relevant and timely for you. Let the sacred path that you are on be one that you choose deliberately, based on the inspired wisdom of your inner truth, and as you live a beautiful and love-filled life. Welcome back to this sacred journey into the chakras. The chakra system originated in India between 1500 and 500 BC, more than 4,000 years ago, in the ancient literature of the Vedas. Evidence of the chakras is also found in the Upanishads, the Yoga Sutras of Patanjali, and perhaps most thoroughly in the 16th century by an Indian yogi in a text called the Sat Chakra Narupana. The chakra system was taught orally by the Indo-European people. It was traditionally considered an Eastern philosophy until New Age authors like Anodya, Judith, and others resonated with this wisdom and began writing about the chakras. If you've been joining me in this series, I hope that you've allowed yourself to explore the wisdom of these ancient energy centers, these spinning sacred wheels of life. They are believed to hold energetic space within us and which link areas of the body and psyche with associated metaphysical realms. Within each episode in this series, I describe how each chakra affects our psychology and our emotions and behaviors as human beings. Based on the teachings of this ancient wisdom and the modern-day authors who bring this wisdom to life, I share it because it is yet another way to understand the self— Your patterns and behaviors, and how you may help yourself unblock and balance the flow of energy that moves through you. You also begin to draw insights and a helpful perspective from the ancient wisdom of the chakras, including what limiting thoughts and beliefs hold you back from living the full expression of life. Perhaps most important still, my hope is to give you additional resources and another source for self-healing, for finding and thriving in balance, and for helping to affect the change you seek within yourself and of your life. As I share with you the teachings of your fourth chakra... I reference and take direct quotes from Anodia Judith's book, Eastern Body, Western Mind Psychology and the Chakra System as a Path to the Self, and the work of Carolyn Mace and her book, Anatomy of the Spirit, The Seven Stages of Power and Healing. I'll link up their work here in the description as both are esteemed experts in this field. And these are great reads if you wish to learn more. A chakra is a center of organization that receives, assimilates, and expresses life force energy. Based on their location in the body, the chakras have become associated with various states of consciousness, archetypal elements, and philosophical constructs. The lower chakras, for example, which are physically closer to the earth, are related to the more practical matters of our lives, survival, movement, action. They are ruled by physical and social law. The upper chakras represent mental realms and work on a symbiotic level through words, images, and concepts. Each of the seven chakras, from the base of the spine to the crown of the head, represents a major area of human psychological health. Here we dive into your anahata, your heart chakra. Since the heart chakra is the middle point in a system of seven centers, balance together with love and relationship are the essential principles at this level of integration. This implies both internal balance between various aspects of ourselves, such as mind and body, persona and shadow, masculine and feminine, as well as between ourselves and the world around us. For example, work and play, giving and receiving, socializing and being alone. It's important to continue to find and live in equilibrium, for without balance within ourselves, it is difficult, if not impossible, to achieve healthy and long-lasting love relationships. The basic right of the heart chakra is to love and be loved. Intimacy, as Thomas More describes in his book Soulmates, honoring the mysteries of love and relationship, is about bringing forth deeply interior aspects of the self. In order to have intimacy, we first need to have a sense of self. We need to be intimate with our own interior, to know our needs, wishes, fears, boundaries, and hopes. Through knowing the self within, we can honor the self that lives within another. We also need to be able to love our own self Enough to offer it openly to someone else. Without self-love, this cannot happen. The Sanskrit word anahata literally translates as unstuck. The most common block in the heart chakra is the absence of self-love. So here we arrive at some questions as you ponder the characteristics of this chakra. Number one, how can I have intimacy with others if I am distanced from my own self? Number two, how can I reach out to others when I am drowning in shame and criticism? Three, How can I maintain balance between myself and others if I have no balance within? Number four. How can I treat another with respect if I treat myself abusively? To honor yourself is to act with respect and responsibility. In self-love, you enjoy your own company, when in solitude. You honor your limits and speak your truth. Self-love is an act of treating yourself the way that you would treat anyone else that you love. With respect, honesty, compassion, with feeling and understanding, pride and patience. If you have been single for any time in your adult life and have utilized this time to make yourself a priority, to heal from what damage has occurred in the relationships of your past, including your most formative relationships in your family of origin, you will know all too well that this indeed is significant and necessary work to allow you to step forward into the rest of your life, no longer carrying these earlier hurts and wounds. You can then show up in a new relationship, whole and or on your way to wholeness because of what you have taken responsibility for, that you are not relying on another to feel loved nor complete. When you are able to feel complete and whole, even as you are simultaneously an ever-expanding work in progress, and as you feel loved unto yourself, as your heart is open, because you have consciously opened it, to receive self-love. You are no longer in a place of need of someone to care for or love you. I want to say this very clearly. All of us thrive in love. The pure and unconditional love of self and the unconditional love of others. You may choose to be in a love relationship because you want to give of your love. And to share your life with another. But love now, as you live in self-love and with your heart open, is liberating. It is now a conscious choice to choose the very best partner based on knowing yourself best, including what you desire in a healthy, compatible love relationship. If you have ever felt a desperation to be loved and a need for love that is fueled out of feeling a void or lack, this love must first come from you. It is life-changing to focus on the relationship first that you hold with yourself, to nurture this person as you would any other. To understand what it means to love yourself completely, even as you seek improvements and positive growth based on your goals and desires for more. To seek wholeness from a love relationship and to have someone to love you will happen as a natural extension of first loving the self knowing yourself well, and choosing a partner that also values their personal growth and their autonomy for self-love. To expect another to love you so that you may feel whole and complete is not love but neediness. We must learn how to love ourselves unconditionally and also with the clear honesty to be willing to admit when we have done something wrong or harmful to ourselves or another, and to make this right. You may love yourself even more because another loves you unconditionally. And of course, we must not rely on others' love to heal and be whole pure love, unconditional love, will always facilitate your healing and wholeness. It is the icing to your cake, but you must be the cake. You must embody self-love as the first and sacred step to healing, to wholeness, and to knowing that you are deserving of love, because you can give this to yourself first. When you love yourself, you radiate love as beauty, as confidence, as certainty, as wholeness. This, in turn, allows you to live from your heart easily. You are able to give love freely because it is not dependent on others needing to approve of you nor accept you. Others will approve and accept of you because of the pure love that you exude as you live this unto yourself in all moments. The work that I do with clients runs the gamut of a multi-dimensional expression of the self, For whatever a client may initially be seeking, we have the opportunity to then carry forward for them to seek more of what they need. And for whatever this may be, the work must include an examination of self-love, self-care, self-honesty, and self-respect along their path to wholeness. When working with a client who is seeking to be autonomous, to develop and nurture greater confidence and self-esteem, we cannot help but do work that integrates all of the parts of ourself. The idea is to become whole as a conscious and liberating choice. In practical terms, this means being your best or ideal self in all places in your life. If you have been accustomed to being one way in a particular relationship and another way at work or with family members, the practice is to become autonomous to all of the parts of you that you choose to continue in. Because it is then that you are a distinct representation of what you desire to be and simultaneously to release or shed, to not continue in the behaviors and beliefs that are not truly who you are. This work is of a heart chakra nature, as a client needs to embrace the pieces of themselves that are of their highest self, while examining the hidden or disavowed parts in order to properly release them to acknowledge from where they may have originated if that is helpful and then to shed these parts as they build and nourish the parts that truly define who and what they are just because we behave in a certain way does not mean that this is what we ideally wish to be The work of the anahata or heart chakra includes acknowledgement and self-honesty so that you can consciously choose what will allow you to live whole and of your highest self. The highest self, or what I sometimes refer to as one's soul consciousness, desires wholeness, congruency, and truth. As you reflect upon yourself, you integrate more and more pieces. Your sense of the whole becomes larger and stronger, and you become more confident in yourself. Like an ecosystem whose stability and magnificence increases with diversity, the whole of a person gains beauty and stability. As more and more parts become integrated, you become more complex, more mature, and capable of greater and greater possibilities. This sets the ground for creativity in Chakra 5 and for insight and understanding in Chakras 6 and 7. Reflective consciousness allows this integration. And it is the task usually undertaken through psychotherapy. From its site in the middle of the chest, spinning at the speed of green light, the heart chakra radiates its powerful healing energy, not only to the farthest point of our being, but to the whole universe. Here in this single chakra are the functions without which we cease to exist as human beings within a matter of minutes, our beating heart and our life-giving breath. Here also, love, compassion, and touch reside as the heart chakras demands that we assess our relationship with ourselves and our profound connection with everything else in the universe. This is the first of our major energy centers to be associated with an invisible element, air and breath, the most basic of our needs. This includes prana, the non-physical energy we draw in with every breath, often referred to as vital air or life force, which also has its seat here. When the energy of the heart chakra is flowing well, you feel grounded in the lower chakras, yet free as a bird. You are self-accepting, trusting, compassionate, forgiving, filled with hope and emotionally empowered. As touch is the sense associated with the Anahata Chakra, you are also well equipped to reach out to others and to allow people and experiences to touch you. The impulse to touch begins at the heart, and your ability to love may be regarded both physically and metaphorically as an openness to being touched. Although the concept of the chakra system is Indian, healers from many traditions work with the heart center as well as with touch. Because a healthy heart chakra ensures deep and lasting healing. Love conquers all. Even now, and certainly throughout this pandemic, it has been vitally important for you to feel a closeness a connection with others. Even when you have not been in their physical presence, to touch another person's life is something that we can all do from afar, if we have this as our desire and intention. If this time has taught us something, it is that we have the means, the technology, And the ability by which we may reach out and touch others through love, compassion, care, tenderness through our words of kindness. And of course our deliberate actions to be of help, to be thoughtful, to share love and to be love. In your physical body, anahata energy governs your heart and lungs. When it becomes unbalanced, ailments can include asthma, pneumonia, or chronic bronchitis, upper back or shoulder pain, and even lung or breast cancer. A broken heart is a sign that your heart chakra has shut down. Divorce, death, abuse, Abandonment or betrayal can all cause this type of emotional numbness as your heart chakra barricades itself from unendurable pain, cutting off communication with the other chakras and as a result, leaving you feeling empty, lonely, isolated, lacking in joy and afraid of being hurt. As you awaken your heart chakra through meditation, notice how you develop a heartfelt strength that releases negativity and brings increased sensitivity to the energies of others, as well as love for yourself. Forgiveness, compassion, and unconditional love are all essential tools needed to open this chakra to allow your energy to ascend upward. And here are some affirmations for the heart chakra. Remember that the best affirmations are ones that you make yourself and ones that you resonate strongly with. So here are some, but feel free to adjust them until they feel absolutely right for you. My heart is open to give and receive love and I am achieving perfect harmony and balance in my life. My first responsibility is to myself, to treat myself with love and compassion. My life is filled with possibility, wonder and delight. I only have to open my heart to receive. I flow love into every situation in the sure knowledge that love is flowing into my life. I am worthy of love. I am loving to myself and others. There is an infinite supply of love. I live in balance with others. And a few notes for healing practices for the heart chakra, in addition to therapy work, breath and breathing exercises, journaling, including self-reflection and self-discovery, emotional release of grief and sadness, forgiveness, inner child work, codependency work, and self-acceptance. And finally, to close out this episode, as with all others on the chakras, I have written a guided meditation specific to opening your Anahata, your heart chakra, to optimize your consciousness here, as well as your physical, cognitive, and emotional well-being. I'll also leave a link for you to download this meditation as a separate file. I hope that you will love it and that you will use it often. And I'm sure we all know someone who is struggling to open their heart, to have self-love and to practice greater self-care. Please forward this episode to them. And if you would like my help at all for opening and healing your heart chakra, Please reach out to me. Thank you so much for listening, both to this series on the wisdom of the chakras and, of course, to the podcast as a whole. If you enjoy the podcast, if you've been listening, I invite you to send me a note, send me some love, and subscribe to the podcast so that you'll be sure to know when each episode drops twice a week, Tuesdays and Sundays, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you so much for listening. This is Dorothy. Namaste. This Anahata Chakra Meditation is intended to help you feel the energy and wisdom of your heart, open to love. For this Prose Meditation, simply take in my words. Let these words guide your practice and guide the experiences you will have. In the first way that your heart yearns to open, it is breath. It is here beneath the hand that you gently place unto your heart center. You feel the connection within and the outpouring of love that is felt here, guiding you, holding the space within your being to receive breath and the vital life force energy that you breathe in with each infinite breath of life. Remember that it is this pure life force that fuels your being That holds within you the sacred presence of your heart Open to give and receive love Open to offer this wisdom and abundance for you For the willingness of life to breathe into The true source of your eternal power Begin here with your eyes gently closed To witness the intoxicating nature of breath In its entirety as substance as form as the energy of life force that moves through you one moment flowing into the next Place one or both hands gently to rest upon your heart center. Begin to witness the gentle flow of oxygen and other gases that inbound to be received here in the lungs. in the chest fueling the body's every movement every thought of the mind every felt sensation that begins in the heart and travels outward throughout your being. Here in the perfect calibration of balance, The heart chakra guides the kundalini energy from the base of the spine, sending, drawing it upwards. through the Svadhisthana Chakra as the seat of your senses in the lower belly. upwards into the Manipura Chakra and the seat of your personal power heart region. as it transmutes into vapor, into light, into the pure form of love that is here for you. feeling nourished in this sacred energy center. Feeling at peace in oneness. Your Anahata Chakra is how you connect with all of the other living beings on the planet. This chakra is how you all feel a oneness with each other. A common cause, a community, a sacred connection. guided through emotions and the wisdom to know that you are forever bound in sacred blessings. All that is needed is to reach out To connect through the capacity of your open heart. That you will feel a true integrity with life itself. With the first form of power that you will ever know. That brings you back into love, back to certainty, inspiration, hope, and the sacred wonder of our hearts in unison. feel the gentle pull here as you place your awareness unto your heart center it's light a beautiful emerald green As you wrap yourself in love, its vortex spins a glowing light pink. symbolic of the self, of the love that you hold and give to yourself. Love to others, emerald green. From your heart center to theirs. For self-love, bright pink. here for a time longer, bathing in this brilliant infusion of the color of life force, of love. When you are ready to open your eyes, to breathe life into all that you do, remember this love into eternity. Thank you so much for joining me in this episode of the Wisdom Podcast. To hear more, please check out the other episodes right here. And I'd love for you to subscribe and share your feedback on this or any episode with me. And then, join me at DorothyRatuzny.com, where you'll find the Wisdom Blog, the inspiration for this podcast, the latest online courses that I teach, my YouTube videos, and the Wisdom Archives, which are an extensive library of guided meditations, mindfulness musings, spiritual teachings, and best therapeutic practices for your whole being and to nourish and heal your life, plus many other special offerings of love. Please also visit me on social media and say hello. Allow yourself to go within, to access your inner wisdom, and to live this. Awaken your authentic power, live your truth, and be love. Thank you. This is Dorothy.